When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, Gressel here coming to you to start this episode with a couple quick announcements. First of all, sorry for the dip in audio quality. I am recording uh, on a laptop. I'm traveling this week, uh, which is relevant because a quick scheduling announcement. Uh, we will not have a new episode next week. We'll be taking the week off uh, for the July 4th holiday. And because I am um, in Michigan on family business this week, uh, so no new episode next week. But we will be returning the week after with regularly scheduled episodes, and we will get you an episode every week through the rest of the summer. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash dndpod for all of those cool things there. T-shirt coming soon. Uh, can't wait to see that final design. It's going to be so fun, I promise. Uh, and check out Beth's shop, radshop.cool. Uh, Beth's new podcast, Your Art Friends, will be premiering on July 8th. So be sure to check that out uh, wherever you get your podcast. But hey, you're already here, so maybe Spotify. Uh, and you know what? While you're on Spotify next week when we don't have a new episode, go ahead and listen to one of your old favorites. You know, why not uh, fill that void by revisiting one of the episodes that you love? Speaking of old episodes, uh, where we left the team off, they were traveling to the Temple Ruins at Primavera in search of the tear, a mysterious object uh, that the villain uh, Morgan is looking for uh, through uh, Toge the Putrid. Uh, and Marjorie believes it to be in the ruins. Uh, the strange non sequitur start to the episode that you will hear is because uh, Flack summoned five weird doppelganger creatures that look just like him, except they're three quarters the size. Uh, and Beth uh, really wanted fan art of uh, these gross flax uh, kissing. So um, that is where we will begin this episode. Uh, so let's not wait any longer. And thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. So, flax smut aside, <laughs> you felt a presence move behind you. When you turn around, all you can see, yeah, are uh, flax. It's eerily still. I want to I, I wanna close my eyes and see if I can hear any movement that Roll around us. perception. How does your, like, uh, your, like, favored terrain work? Your proficiency bonus is doubled for proficient skills when you make an intelligence or wisdom check related to it while traveling for an hour or more in your chosen train. Perception is a wisdom check, and you have been traveling for more than an hour, mm -hmm. so go ahead and take advantage on this check. 27. Yeah, with a 27. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. You can hear that there's a lot of shuffling. There's, there's 
like scraping noises. There's snapping of twigs. A lot of this is coming from the direction of the ruins, like closer to like the main section of the ruins. There's sound of something moving through the air, like flag whipping in the wind. There's sounds of something maybe medium-sized and heavy, multiple somethings medium-sized and heavy, moving through the brush or scraping against stone. There's a very, there's some fainter sounds coming from underneath the floor uh, of this uh, ruin and where Hmm. you can see some of these holes uh, maybe leading to like a bottom floor perhaps. There's some sounds from under there. There's some whistling wind, like there's um, air moving underneath there. That that flag flapping sound is moving erratically. Uh, Initially, it was behind you. Now it's above you. Now it's moved back in front, above, down. It is moving pretty erratically. There's something, something and some things here. Uh, Could this be like, are we, is this a, a spot that's like merging with another world because there's like weird stuff that's going on all around us if it, should we call the hulets here if that's the case oh yeah with our bracelets yeah oh yeah that's i think that's probably good... better than my idea what was, my your, idea. was your idea um press to digitate a giant cloud of powder to see if we could track the invisible stones around <laughs> us like we're see if they leave footprints or <laughs> like we make like a shape, like the powder lands on them, and then it's a shape. I think we could do both. Yeah, let's do that. And by the time the hulets get here, we might have some uh, evidence for them. Yeah. Oh, that okay. That's fun. All right, let's do the bracelet thing. The ring, the bracelet of friendship. Boom. No, it's a beacon of hope. What? Light. Light. It's hope. I like. I think friendship is hope. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I cast a giant. Um, powder cloud just like around this area. Zappas, you fill the area with a cloud of magical powder. It's a cantrip. No need for wild magic. Mm-hmm. You can see that through the the uh, powder, something moves. Something uh, moves through the air and Ooh. creates a sense Ooh. of... Uh, oh, I hate it. It's, it's so creepy. Do you guys know like how the way that like the, the powder will then fill the space after it moves through it? You know, it'll like move around and then it'll... it'll yeah, like, like those swirl. car yeah. tests yes. where you blow particles at a car and you're like, wow, that car is so smooth in the wind. Right, the aerodynamic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the word. <laughs> so smooth in the wind. You get a flash of something red as it moves through that space. When it move, when it hits the powder, there's a there's a reddish glow. The scraping sounds get closer and get nearer, and the rest of you can start to hear them. So far, there's no reaction from the air, like the sky. I should be clear now. The sky around you uh, doesn't suddenly fill with hulets or anything. You don't know where they are, what their reaction time is going to be since you called them. But the beam of light does shine up high into the air. And when it does, there is a uh, shriek that comes from the uh, temple ruins. Just just kind of in general, that direction, there is a loud shriek. And you hear the tumbling of stones from that second level of ruins, uh, the uh, you know ground level two there's also apparently at least a basement one level so from level two there's a a tumble of stones that that cascades over the side uh falling to the ground uh and when you look up in that direction you see a skeleton 
that what? is oh yeah, half covered, uh, half decayed skeleton. Uh, looks to be maybe burned. Um, there are arrow uh, arrows sticking out of it, and it's crawling over the side of the ruin. Like actively, uh, it's moving. It's actively moving, and now uh, you look around, and and you can only see some of this through the cloud of powder. But as the uh, as the powder moves around in the air currents, as whatever this red thing is, is swirling around you, uh, you catch glimpses of, of other undead moving towards you out of the woods, out of the ruins. Um, from underneath some debris in the former camp, a uh, half-burned corpse starts to animate. Is it Lockhart? <laughs> it's indeterminable. Ooh. Who's the, who's the hottest corpse? <laughs> you, you tell me, Margin. I'm looking. Probably the burnt one, right? Hiya. Uh, all of the all of the all of the uh, the mini flax do like finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> you realize now there's like an Avengers style uh, 360 shot around you, uh, and you realize that you're starting to be surrounded by these creatures. They're coming from all directions now. Coming from the temple ruins. Coming from the woods. Coming from the camp around you. How old do these bodies seem to be? Recent. Now that there are enough of them, you see that more of them have flesh than don't. They're juicier. The one that came Juicy's over the written on their butts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one that came over the top, uh, that was much more skeletal, looks to be burned, and and that's why it doesn't have as much flesh on it. Some of some of the the fleshier ones uh, have a lot of arrow wounds. Um, some have. There's one that has a uh, has an open wound from uh, shoulder. Uh, uh, to opposite hip, just cut open. There's some organs that are like half spilling out oh, and half decaying. Ooh, that's the day of the dead. I thought I thought everybody who was here got taken to Middleton and was was just bodies on the ground. Perception check. I rolled a seventeen. Do I see Lockhart? You don't see anyone resembling Lockhart as you know him from the flyer. But we also know that the flyer was a uh, uh, a very. Um, flattering, flattering yeah, yeah. depiction. Do we know? Do we see any less hot versions of the man we saw on the flyer? No. Most of the people here appear to be either younger or older men. These were not well equipped in life. People, the weapons that they're dragging are all uh, makeshift. They're your farm equipment or crude clubs. Um, there's one that's just kind of pulling on a big rock, and it's the rock is so heavy that it's kind of holding it back. I mean, this has to be like guys that Lockhart was sure but who's doing this like who's making them attack us Morgan? yeah who's necromancing Morgan? them show yourself Morgan you scream up into the air and there is a there is a hooded red spirit this is similar to the red spirits that you saw at the uh, at the harvest festival although they're not uh, exactly the same. This one is more fully formed. The 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 red energies, Marjorie, uh, especially you, since and Fletch too. You were also yeah. possessed. Mm. You recognize this is like this is this is bad news uh, energy that this thing is. Um, but uh, the form of this creature is much more intact than those spirits. You can see that this uh, was in. Perhaps in in life, or perhaps the uh, living re- representation that this thing is embodying, uh, was a a woman, an elven woman. Uh, you can't tell uh, from the spirit if it was a uh, high elf, a wood elf, or, or even perhaps even a drow, um, because it's just it's just red. 
Um, it's probably not Morgan then. She's wearing something that's kind of toga-like, uh, very like classical uh, in style, joined at one shoulder with a disc-like brooch of silver. The weird thing is that that still seems real. That that emblem uh, is not uh, that same red color. Question. Yes. Silver disc. Does yeah. that have anything? Does it look at all like what we saw with the dragon? It does. Face. Ooh. Oh, I was going to ask if it was a tear. It's not tear shaped. It's round. Okay. But it looks a lot like what the dragon was holding in this, yes. the statues uh, that we saw. It does. This uh, woman is floating above you. Uh, and moving through the air and uh, lets out a shriek. Everybody make a constant or a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Is this frightened? Potentially? Because I have advantage against that. Then you have advantage. I roll five. 23. Is it magic? If you have a condition where magic matters, then yes. Advantage on wisdom against magic. Yes. Then yes. 18. 13. Flack and Zabbis. Uh, the image of this creature and this shriek pierces your your mind and it rattles you in a way that uh, cannot be explained. You are frightened and you will have disadvantage on any rolls against this woman uh, and you cannot willingly move closer to her. In the meantime, the undead remnants of Vermeer's uh, outpost here have uh, continued to move towards you, perhaps at the behest of this creature. You're un- unaware if that is the case or not, uh, but nonetheless, they move towards you. Uh, let's roll for initiative. Oh, 14. 19. 26. You're in this temple ruin space. Open air above us? Open air above you, woods around you, temple ruins. Feel free to have some to play with the environment in ways that you want. There is a lower level underneath the main part of these ruins that part partially... Uh, there are weak points in that floor, so also be careful about where you move. There are columns that are, you know, this is kind of a um, uh, a little bit basilica-like, where there's columns framing it a little bit, and there's that second row that seems to have been like an outer uh, like guard wall at some point. It's all very old, it's all very ruined, so be aware that there could be some environmental hazards but also know that you could potentially use those to your advantage. So have fun with the space. Okay, so the order is going to be Fletch, Flack, Margarine, the Undead, and then Zavis. Fletch, you guys are all kind of circled up Avengers-like at the uh, front, for lack of a better descriptor, uh, of these ruins in front of you. uh, As you were looking, is the ruins themselves that opens up into this kind of bigger area of, uh, of... ruins across the space of a unsteady looking floor about uh, 60 feet there is then a staircase that descends down you can't see from this angle where that goes to there's that second level um, and trees and columns around you uh, it looks like there are um, there's still the prestidigitated um, dust cloud so you don't have a full sense of everything that's around you um, above you is a strange red woman, um, and around you there are a number of undead. You cannot ascertain right now the exact number. Uh, so, what do you do? Flack, are you, are you okay? You seem real frightened here. Uh, just from the red lady, the, the, the skellies and stuff I'm fine with. 
Uh, and though Flax says this, all of the mini Flax are clutching their own ears and running around in circles. Yeah, I don't know, man. Seems like you're really scared <laughs> based on your buddies. I have an idea. Hear me out, everyone. If I use, <laughs> if, we, if I call the storm and it starts raining, Flack, would your bubble protect against rain? What, like, would what? rain get in the, the Tinnaman's purple dome? I don't think so. That'd be a shitty dome if it let rain in. Here's my thought. Yeah. I cast Call the Storm. Then I cast Gust of Wind, which I have not done yet. It's this new thing I'm trying out. If I call, if I do it's that, it's not new at all. You, go, you do it all the wind? time. You do no, 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 the, the combo, the combo, the combo, the combo. Yeah, yeah, combo, yeah. yeah, yeah I know I do that I've seen you do the combo okay, too. So if I do that, and then I, I use Gust of Wind, how quickly can you make that dome appear? Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. I could do an area of effect attack to weaken all the skeletons if I do that. Okay. Want to try that? Yeah, I guess since I'm scared, I had plans, but I guess I'm too scared to do them. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Can I help? Uh, no, I think. <laughs> I think you're good. Oh, okay. Okay, so I I call this I I call the storm. Okay, it starts. Uh, there's a clap of thunder, and it, uh, it, the storm starts to roll in. It starts to rain. At first, it's not super heavy. It's just a light drizzle, but it is uh, clearly a pretty good storm that is rolling in. I'm mad too, so I'm like, you have storm. the lightning strike that you can direct as oh, part of this, right? Um, I mean, I'll. I guess I'll try to strike the the red lady. Try to strike her emblem, her silver clap, like make her naked. I, dude. I can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? You you're magic. I I appreciate you think that I'm super <laughs> skilled, but I was like that is a very I, I didn't know what you were doing there. You call down the lightning strike, uh, and it goes towards her, but she deflects it. What? Wow. Yeah, there's a, she waves her arm in its direction and redirects it. Where? Yeah, there's a glow from her her brooch, uh, and she Mm. redirects it in your general direction. Everybody roll dexterity saves. Let's see if you can jump out of the way. Matt, 20. Oh, nice. 18. 22. Matt, 1. Oh, no. Buddy. All right, you get struck by lightning and let's say that you get hit pretty good it lights you up for uh 18 damage the electricity ricochets out from you to the other flax uh and then back into you which is why you get zapped so good the other flax remain um they don't disappear or anything they don't die they just kind of start to smoke like they're they were cooked from the inside, <laughs> oh, no. and a couple of them like uh, start to plump like a hot dog. Oh, ew! ew. No. What Gross. are they? What are they? Is a very good question. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Can you still do tin- the the hut? I try. Okay. Guess. Hold on. Gust of wind, and then I I do the gust of wind. Into the rain. Butch channels the uh, cool wind of his uh, uh, gust of wind, the cold, chilling air around the storm, uh, and sends it back up into the clouds, uh, freezing in the air the rain that is falling down into uh, small uh, balls of hail. What? What? Wow. Yeah. I've been practicing. This will be an area of effect. Rule 
a, a D10. Let's see if you're able to um, damage any of these zombies. Five. Some of the hail uh, starts to slam into the some of these undead creatures. They don't handle it very well. Uh, they're not able to kind of move out of the way or protect themselves at all. They just kind of let it hit them. Uh, and a couple of them are knocked down or slowed down by it. Uh, the woman, however, is able to swirl some air out of the way. Uh, she's unaffected by this. It is Flax's turn. Well, I'm burnt and scared. Guess I'll cast this tiny hut. Uh, is there a way I can get the other Flax in this range with me? Yeah, they're right next to you. They're right. <clears throat> they're within this 10-foot radius. Yeah. It'll be a tight fit. Okay, you cast the tiny hut. Margarine. All right, I'm going to keep scoping out the environment. Okay. When I saw everything through the Gatadoy view, the... Mm. the which we're calling druid site. druid site. Um, it was just red. Like I didn't, that was the thing that stood out was the redness of everything. Yeah. It was shocking. Shockingly red. I want to, and I want to kind of like scout the ground space mm-hmm. to know where to step and where not to step and like kind of try to understand how the terrain is, is working. Yeah, sure. Roll survival. Are you leaving the dome? Not yet. Okay. Um, this is my investigation round. 15. You get a sense of the the obvious hazards. Uh, There is a a pillar, a column, uh, that looks mighty precariously leaned against one of its neighbors. That is a pretty significant uh, thing. It's tree size. Um, And then uh, the walkway on the second floor looks as though it would be a pretty uh, difficult thing to kind of run across. Uh, there's the bottom floor where you see that there's, uh, some holes that have been patched up with wood that looks, um, as if it has been recently put there. Um, and we heard scritching and scratching underneath, right? Yes, you did. Uh, there's at least one open pit over there and there's one that has a ladder in it. Are there any, uh, holes or pits inside the tiny hut? No, this area is... I think I would put my hut on unstable ground. Making sure, man. All right. Okay. Margarine takes out the idol of proboscis and flicks its nose. The monkeys? The monkeys. The howling monkeys have arrived. They are also in the hut? They are also in the hut. very crowded in the hut. Just save that party box, dude. Thanks to fan art, I now imagine all of these monkeys to have cargo pants on. Yes, that (laughs) that is amazing and accurate. Uh, okay, so yes, it is very crowded in the hut, um, but, uh, fortunately, in a, from a certain point of view, you don't have to spend long, uh, cramped inside the hut with five monkeys, a pig, the doppelflax, and all of you guys, um, because with a wave of her hand, the red woman dispels your magic. What? Ooh, red woman sucks. And the, uh, hut pops away. Uh, the closest zombies lumber towards you. There's a couple that are going to get close enough to swipe first at Margarine. Oh. Um, but you are able to dodge out of the way of its slow lumbering strike. Fletch, however, uh, also dodges. Um, and Flack, um, one of the uh, Doppel Flax takes a hit. Oh. Um, and uh, it, the blade that uh, is kind of almost lazily swung by this undead creature 
uh, cuts into the flesh of the Doppelflack, revealing just kind of a dull gray pulp underneath. Yeah. Flark, no! (laughs) (laughs) Flark. Flark is injured. Zappas, everything uh, seems to kind of be ignoring you so far. Can I try to mind spike the red? Yes, you can. That might actually work. A serious spell. It's also a warlock spell, so that's not problematic. Although maybe that could be useful. We could just accidentally turn her into like a monkey. Uh, You reach into (laughs) the mind a wisdom saving throw. What's your spell save, DC? 16. Okay, yeah, it does not beat your save. 3d8 psychic damage you roll. Unless you're using it at a higher level, then you roll more damage. I want to cast it at fourth level. Let's go. All right. So that is 5d. 33. That's a lot of damage. You reach out with your mind, touching your goat hoof to your temple and reaching out with your hand. uh, And you send this spike of psychic energy into the red woman. There's a brief connection you have where you uh, get a flash uh, of uh an image of this woman as perhaps she once was you're no longer frightened of her now um because you got an image of this woman as a monk but a a like western monk like we were talking earlier about how <laughs> this is this wasn't like a warrior uh mm. like a like a holy warrior person this was like a transcribing yeah she studied <laughs> and and served in at this like monastery temple this place once was you get this sense of it um, just real quick, uh, as you spike her mind, um, and then there's another shriek. Everybody make wisdom saves, Ugh. except for Zabbis. Thirteen. Thirteen. Sixteen. Flack, you've overcome your fear. Yes. Nice. Whoa. But Marjorie and and uh, and Fletch, you are now scared. You're gonna have disadvantage on attack rolls and stuff. Uh, but this uh, the red woman fly after she shrieks. She flies towards the uh, the descending stairs and heads that direction uh and disappears from view uh when she billows away flies away she takes the rest of the particles of the uh prestidigitated dust uh with her the imaginary illusory dust uh and uh you can now see the rest of the field there are a lot of zombies and um uh, there's a few around you that already attacked you, and it looks like for everyone that's nearby, there's at least a couple further away. Uh, but the red woman so far seems to have run away after being spiked by Zabas. Did not like that. Good job, Z-Man. Uh, yeah. It is back up top to Fletch. Fletch, you've got a zombie right in front of you. Uh, that um, is like missing a, a big chunk of like neck. So head kind of flopped to the side. Okay. Arrows sticking out of it, um, and like lazily swinging a uh, axe of some kind, a crude, more more like woodworking axe than a than a military axe. Marjorie, can you toss me eagle strike? No problem, bud. And I do that. All right, so I have eagle strike. I'm gonna take a swing uh, disadvantage. I'm gonna try to swing at his neck. Glad to have you back. He remembers his sword's name. Yeah. So. Uh, Regular nine damage and then five radiant. Uh, yeah, you just uh, lob off what was remaining of this uh, zombie's head, uh, and it collapses harmlessly to the ground. Awesome. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, 
You have another attack. I have another attack. I just want to talk to the team real quick. Team, uh... Knock down a pillar. Wait! I have an idea with the pillar, and I hold up Me my too, string. And I hold up my, uh, the, the wrists of my other flax. Okay. What's your idea? Me and another flax are gonna roll that fucker over zombies. Oh. Well, okay. we're all in a line. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I'll handle the other pillars, then. Yeah! As you guys are talking, zombies approach and attack. Oh, oh. knock over a pillar, dude! Wait, no, that was your thing! Yeah, but that'll be a turn! Fletch, you are hit for 10. Uh, and Flack, you're hit for, ooh, 19. You get God. stabbed ooh. up real good. God, oh, why didn't you just knock over a pillar? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you do still have another attack. I know. I, I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use a. Uh, um, <laughs> stop dying! I don't. Stop what's dying. my healing? How dare you? <laughs> I I know I have a healing ability. I just don't have it in the game. You know. can cast cure wounds. Yeah, I'm gonna cast cure wounds oh. on on Flag. Oh, the pillar. <laughs> Roll a D8 and add your um, Constitution modifier. Two D8, I think. Are you strong enough to roll a pillar? Fifteen. There are five of us. Oh, I thought it was just gonna be you. Uh, Fifteen. You're healed. The weird, uh, fleshy chunk of flark that was cut open kind of stitches together. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. What? Oh. What? <laughs> when Flack was healed. Yeah. Uh, Flack, it is your turn. Well, I guess I'll have to knock down a pillar myself and then wait another however many minutes these turns last or start rolling it. But um, I I look for the weakest. Pillar. I'll shoot with my crossbow. Okay. I'll shoot with my crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, okay. The, the bolt bounces off the side <laughs> of the stone pillar and does not dislodge it from its position. Wish someone had knocked down that pillar. For <laughs> what was I going to do? He'd shoot it with my bow? It is Marjorie's turn. Marjorie takes her rope of binding and she ties it together into a little donut. And she gives a part of the rope to each one of these monkeys and herself and commands the monkeys to run to different pillars and string this rope up so we have a whole, like a like a rope barrier all around for these fucking zombies to trip up on. Okay, that is going to take your turn to do. Yep. It is now the zombies' turn. There are several of them inside the rope barrier already, uh, and they are going to roll on you guys to try to hit you with their weapons. Uh, Zavis, you're going to get attacked in this... That's a 12, not a 20. In this version... Uh, you, uh, are going to, uh, dodge out of the way of the attack of the zombie that comes towards you. It's just, it's just so slow. It's just, you're yeah. just very lazily like, come on, guy. Mm -hmm. Um, the rest of them, uh, your, uh, Fletch, you can parry away a blow with eagle strike, uh, kind of easily. Oh. Uh, Flack, a zombie reaches out from behind the brush near the uh, base of the pillar where you have moved. Um, but you just kind of stomp on its hand to get it uh, away from you. Uh, and Marjorie, you are preoccupied with trying to string up your barrier, your rope bridge on all of these uh, pillars. It is, uh, though, the there's no further activity right now from any of the spirits. It's, uh, or from the spirit uh, herself that you saw um, there's just a kind of general weird vibe around um, that those of you who were frightened still feel kind of her presence in a weird way um, but you <laughs> but you can't see her anywhere Zabbis it is your turn 
I mean, I'm almost tempted to just mind spike her again. No, she's gone. Well, you know where she oh, is, don't yeah, you? you do know where she is. Yeah, that's the thing, because oh. she failed the save, so, like, I know oh, where she is. Oh, fuck. Okay. And I'm, like, worried, because I have mind spike, and I also have mind whip, which are kind of... Well, mind spike does more damage, yeah. You're so scary. Zabba's <laughs> got mental. real spooky, real fast. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna cast Mind Spike again. Let's go. I'm gonna cast it at a third level, though. Okay, you're scaring a ghost. Let's see dude. if I can uh, do the wisdom. Oh, not one on the wisdom <gasps> save. Yeah, what's that mean? Does that mean double that damage? Blows our fucking brain apart, huh? Twenty damage. I think that's making spells too powerful. There's a reason Fine. why this isn't. Uh, yeah, you reach out through your psychic connection, you find the presence of the red woman, uh, and you get a sense that she is beneath the ground in the temple somewhere, but moving towards the mountainside. Uh, it's, there's a, and, and when you reach out with your mind spike, there's another flash of image and you see a hallway that is leading toward like a solar high in the mountains that overlooks, uh, the valley an ice porch, if you will. Um, and <laughs> you just get this flash of this image that this is where she's kind of heading um, and then you just hear this shriek again all of you but it's faint enough now it's distant enough now where you're unaffected by its uh, psychic magic Fletch it's your turn zombies all over are, is there a group of zombies that are close by uh, there, there's the the group that is right on you, like the group of three that are clustered around, like you and Zaba, still attacking you guys. Yeah. Um, but other than that, they're kind of spread all over the place. Okay, let's. I want. I'm gonna call for Pete to jump in with his electric pounce. Oh yeah, and Pete, try to group attack. Yeah, Pete jumps in, and there's a there's a splash of electrical energy when he when he lands on the ground. Roll your damage for that. Nine. Nine, there's a snarl and a clap of thunder as Pete lands on the ground. And the splash of electrical energy uh, shocks the zombies uh, and they fall to the ground and they start to kind of, they start to move slower. They, they, you didn't kill them, mm. um, but they are definitely uh, in really, really bad shape. You've like short circuited them. Okay. Um, and then I'll run over to Flack and try to help him push over this <laughs> one of the uh one of the zombies is going to reach after you um but you s quickly step out of the way of its attack uh as you run away uh and you have reached the pillar with flak it is flak's turn the two of you uh could work together if you so choose on a task yeah also the rope is tied around this pillar around as well pillar. since it didn't fall what since it didn't fall, since it wasn't being used, it didn't fall. So it's one of the pillars that is connected to the other pillars by a, by a rope. Popo, help! Popo, help! Great. Okay, yeah. All right. So here's what we're gonna do. Fletch, you're gonna roll a strength roll and athletics check. Flack, you're gonna roll athletics checks. You're gonna roll an athletics check for Popo. Can I also help since I'm there? Oh yeah, you can like pull on your ropes. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, and Marjorie, you're also next in order. So this could be a big group thing. So if you guys want to take nine. a second. These are, all of these are connected. So if we get this one to fall, it's going to cause a chain reaction for all of these to fall. Can you can you use that rope? Because it says you can make it longer or shorter. At mm -hmm. need. Can you start shortening it while it's tied around something to, 
to use that force to oh that's fun don't see why not yeah yeah at the same time. but will they all fall inwards on zabbos yep <laughs> <laughs> let's find out yeah i'd rather pull them so that they like form a a beautiful crown Pattern. yeah <laughs> Uh, roll your uh, your strength rolls and give me those numbers one more time. Stre- I, we did athletics. Yeah, yeah, athletics. Nineteen. And then ten and eight for ten and nine. Oh, we for do Papa have bardic inspiration too. You do. Papa would have bardic inspiration. Adding a three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so twelve and ten, uh, and nineteen, and sixteen. Wait, wait. You can spend one luck point to roll an additional d20 and choose which one okay oh my god 18 18 okay yes collectively you're able to push the pillar over yeah uh fletch you lean on the pillar that is in front of you and flack uh the rocks that have made up its cracked base start to shift and break uh flack you lean against fletch uh trying to add your strength to his and the giant stone ruin moves a little bit more. Marjorie, you command all of your monkeys to start pulling on the ropes, and you stand in the center of this uh, shape, pulling on the magical rope that is adjusting size, shrinking. You're willing it to shrink as you pull. And then Popo, the dutiful charges. pig, charges behind <laughs> you, slamming into Fletch and Flack. It's like a GoPro shot. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just this little yeah. thing just going and then dives into it. Just soft snorts as it... <laughs> First person view. Uh, the mass of animal, um, powerful, powerful animal slams in behind you and dislodges the last bit of pillar. Uh, and they all, all the pillars around this basilica's type uh, area uh, tumble to the ground, um, causing a massive amount of rubble and damage to be spewed up. Everybody uh, make dexterity saving throws for... Fletch and Flack, you're going to have advantage. Marjorie, you'll be fine. 16. Oh, <laughs> uh, 14. 24. 15. Uh, Zavis, you're going to take a little bit of damage. Some some stone is going to head your way and clip you. You're going to take uh, six damage um, as a boulder kind of pushes you out of the way and knocks you to the ground briefly. Uh, there's a massive cloud of dust that erupts from this, um, and you hear as the floor of the uh the kind of courtyard area of the temple cracks under the weight of all of this stone and collapses into a uh, a basement floor or an un- a bottom floor uh and margarine you can barely keep your feet from tumbling into the hole the crater that this creates when the dust clears you don't see any more zombies you appear to have crushed those who have been attacking you or driven them away with the with the the sound something um you've definitely crushed a bunch for sure you can see that much um but there don't appear to be any more uh coming from the woods um but now you have this big crater in front of you where you can see this this bottom floor of this of the temple uh and this looks like a uh like a main chamber entryway and opposite it is a huge door uh, that looked to be at one point a, a kind of stone that looks uh, like it was has been picked at with like pickaxes and chipped away, almost mined. Uh, there's debris on this bottom floor that looks as if some of the rooms were being used by 
Vermeer's camp, there's there's uh, modern things in it, like the type of shit that they would have had uh, in their camp, um, you know, supplies and stuff, jugs and barrels and, and things like that. Then there's other uh, older ruins and, and um, clay and pottery and things that looks much older and looks like it was from whatever era this was from. Um, but this door is what really draws your attention because it's partially cracked open. Um, and at the base of it, it looks like there's a uh, stone tablet of some kind that was broken in many pieces. Uh, and when you look at it, Zabbis, you see that this has words on it. Although to the rest of you, it just looks like some sort of rough hewn pattern. I gotta, I gotta say that that was maybe the coolest thing we've ever collaborated on. Yeah, it was real good. I mean, we did have that cool performance at the festival, but this is a close second, I would say. Oh well, okay. I guess uh, the gust of wind, Call of the Storm, was third then. <laughs> oh, you mean the one that uh, wound up in me and my other Flax's bodies? That one. Yeah, well, that wasn't the intention, obviously. No, I but I think it made it less cool, obviously. Well, I healed you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. you, you got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> D&D is a Spotify exclusive podcast written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D is performed by Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, James A. Janice, and Chelsea Rebecca.